Continuing on in this topic, the Igudami. There's another um, that was so. So far, we saw two explanations of Rav Yosef for why there's no Yibum. Okay, either from the, the one version on the pasuk of Al Chavaisulish Acher that uh, is excluding the Avam, and the second is uh, is that just like um, that uh, you know the different logic. Okay, in the same pasuk. Okay, so now the Igudami. There's another version of Rav Yosef. Hakasav Karacher, the Torah calls the the second husband an Acher. Why? Shein ben Zugal Rishal Rishal, Shein Zeb ben Zugal Rishal Rishal. This one is totally different than the first guy. First guy was married to a woman who was not good for him, and he got rid of her. The second guy took a woman that he got rid of for mis for misbehaving in this way, and ended up marrying her. So Zehotzi Rishal Mibe. So this one, first husband. Got rid of a, an evil woman from his house. This one decided to marry her. So they're not in the same, they can't talk to, that's why it's called an Isha Acher. Otherwise, it would not be relevant to the word Acher. Okay. And you want the, the uh, brother to do Yibum in that, in that circumstance? So Rabbi says, if that's true, what if she did get married to somebody else? And that guy who married her, tied without children, you want to say there's no Yibam? Because after all, she's, you know, she was good, but she's not a good wife. Why should there be a mitzvah Yibam? If you're saying that basis, then why by the second husband, if he would die without children, there is a mitzvah Yibam to, to this wife, even though she was uh, kicked out of her first husband's house for being for cheating on him, okay? The cause of Kare Acher, Kabe. So the Gemara says, Kabe Dahai, Mia B'Shem Tovi Abakaima. Maybe she did Shuva. By this second husband, you didn't hear any rumors, you didn't hear any issues. Um, uh, you know, he just died. And uh, therefore, you know, there's no reason why why the brother shouldn't do Yibam in that case. But when the first husband it did, did come to that situation where he took her as a Sota, so then, in, then it makes sense that there should not be a mitzvah zibum. That's all Rav Yosef. Now, it, it, is, yeah. is a lady a soto once she's accused, or after she drinks from the water and it's determined no. that no, the the soto is not, not from the accusation. No, first he suspects her, then she was left alone, and I mean w- w- witnessed to be alone in a room with the person who the husband suspected her of. At that juncture, she's a sota. That the only way to permit her back to her husband is to follow through with the pro- procedure of taking her to base amigdash, etc. But at that juncture, she's forbidden to the husband, and that's what we're saying that it happens at that time. She's no mitzvah yibum if the husband would die any point in time from the stira, basically. Okay. Well, the, the shame she has to go through if it's not sota. She won't. She won't her. her the, later on, she gets a job. She gets blessing because of it. That's well, that's she exactly. She won't her reputation for it. Not true. Either either it's proven correct or proven that it, that it proven that she's fine and she's innocent and it's it's clarified her reputation. Why would she want to? Go, she gets go blessing. That's a separate. You don't you you don't understand that the you know what what in other words we we. In in the world that that this the, the the world the way it was for thousands of years, it was a, a woman who's extremely dependent on her husband. It's not like a simple thing, to just 
to say goodbye, you know. No, like no, you have your doctor. Yeah, wife. right, right. I have a wife and doctor. It's a different situation. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Lucky, I'm lucky that I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. It's a different, the things have changed. But I'm, I'm saying in those days, they're sure, very, extremely, dependent, extremely dependent. Extremely dependent is the world. Okay, that was the world. It's not just the Jews, it was the world. Okay. Brings us to the next opinion. Rav Amar, if here's a, it's a svara. If she became prohibited to her husband, who's naturally permitted to her, the asrla, the brother of the husband, who's she's naturally prohibited to, lokoskin. Surely she should become nasr, become prohibited. That's the logic way Rava says it. Bottom line is this is the reason why there's no mitzvah yibum has to be prohibited because after all, her husband, who she's naturally permitted to, be, she became prohibited. Call Shekane all the more so to the brother of the husband who she's naturally prohibited to, she should definitely become prohibited. According to you, what would be in this case? To a widow. Now, obviously, a Kongodo is not allowed to marry a widow. He's a Kongodo, high priest, right? He died and he has a brother, Konejit. Now, the brother technically. Would be allowed to be yibum. Lot is yavim. You saying there should be no mitzvah yibum? Why? Im nesra b'mutarla. She's forbidden to the her husband, who's naturally she's permitted to. She was prohibited. Basul akoshkin. So there should be no mitzvah yibum for the brother of the kongatul who married an almana. Okay. So the gemara says nesra. The word doesn't apply here. Nesra. She never became prohibited to the kongatul. Uh, she was always prohibited to the Kohen Gadol because the Kohen Gadol never allowed to marry her. There wasn't a moment when she was permitted and then something happened that made her prohibited. That's the, number one. And Mutterla, how can you call her that, that, that uh, Kohen Gadol, she was Mutterdu? She was never Mutterdu. She was always prohibited to him. That's not the same thing. Ella, if you want to ask the question, talk about a different circumstance. She has, you have a coin. Cohen's wife, and she was raped. Okay, so the halacha is that a coin whose wife is raped, she becomes prohibited to the husband. That's the halacha. Okay, and then the husband dies. And it happens to be that he has a brother who's a chalal. Okay, that happens. The brother was chalal. You know what a chalal is, right? Okay, chalal means if a coin, let's say a coin marries a divorcee. So then, then that. That the offspring is called a chalal. He doesn't have a status of kohen. He's not on the level of a kohen. He doesn't have any of the rights and privileges of a kohen. He's a chalal because he came from a forbidden union for a kohen. Understand? He cannot eat kedushin. Right. He can't eat. Can he? He can't eat truma, and he doesn't do birkas kohanim. He doesn't get any of the of the rights and privileges. That's a chalal. Okay. Now, what's interesting is you can have a brother a chalal. Even a full brother. Uh, my father knew a story. Okay, there was a there was a uh, two brothers. The older brother was a coin, and the younger brother was a cholo. How could that be? Brothers from both parents, because the husband divorced his wife, and he was a coin, and he remarried her. <laughs> so the halacha is it's a true story. Okay, wow. okay. Um, so the so the halacha, you're not allowed to remarry your divorcee as a coin, right? Because she's a divorced woman. Doesn't matter who she's divorced from. So therefore, the old, that's that's this situation over here. The older brother died without was was married. She was pre- became prohibited to him because she was nansa. Okay, she was raped. Never 
right? The husband, the husband dies, and then the brother, to him, there's no iser, because he's a chalal. Chalal's allowed to marry a woman who was raped. It doesn't affect him. It only affects... But you could say the same thing. But the brother is a kohen The brothers? The, no, the brother's a chalal, like, like I explained. Mm-hmm. So to him, there's no iser. So what's the case? So he has yibum. That's the kasha. So, so listen to the case. Ish is conchinenza. Okay, umeis, and then he dies. Vish la cholol, and he has a brother who's a cholol. Lotis yabim. There should be no mitzvah yibum. Why? Because him nes rabim otola. This time the words do fit in. She became prohibited to who she was permitted. That's the husband who was a cholol. But asula, who's who's the asula, the cholol. Because naturally, that's a brother-in-law. Normally, she's prohibited to him. Lokoshka, she should be prohibited. So Gemara says, no. Why should she be prohibited? That the whole Isra doesn't affect them. There's no din. This Chalal is basically a Yisrael. Uh, that that uh, uh, someone who was raped and ever, is never prohibited to, to such a person. It's not something that if he was the, the husband, she would become prohibited because of that. That's why it doesn't make sense. Mashenke, in our case, the, the woman cheats on her husband, so, so, so she becomes prohibited to her husband. If she would cheat on her Yavam, it would also have, he's also subject to that same prohibition. So that's why, um, the, 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 that's why our case is only one where it applies this logic. In the Mutterla Nesra, Nesra that's where it is, but it has to be where the iser itself is something that, that's applicable that makes sense to both sides, to the to the husband and to the yavam. And what, in this the, case, there's no iser. There's no iser of a raped woman to a, the yavam who's not a kohen. Yeah. What's the punishment for a raper? Rapist. He raper. must marry her if she was never married, and he pays a fine. Okay. Fine. That woman would make his life hell. Yeah, he right. You never get divorced. And he can't divorce her, right? Yeah. Exactly. All right, which brings us to... So right, so that's... <laughs> so let's just make sure I read the words. And as far as the Chal is concerned, like Yisur, there is no Yisur. That's the answer. Okay, brings us to the Mishnah. Here's the women... <laughs> who are, if the husband's a Kohen, she becomes prohibited to each room. Ha'omeres uh, What if she says, she's just, fesses up, she says, you're right, I'm guilty as charged, I was with another man, and I'm forbidden to you. She cannot eat room. Or witnesses come and say that she cheated on her husband. Can no longer eat room. Ba'omeres enishosa. Also a woman was taken to be a sota, and she says, I'm not drinking. I'm not, I'm admitting, but I'm also not drinking. She refuses to drink. So, that's an option, but she's no longer allowed to eat truma, and he has to divorce her. Okay? Uh, no punishment. No punishment. She could opt out that way. Okay? And the husband says, I don't want to... But witnesses is committed adultery, isn't that a penalty in and of itself? Um, if there was a warning, I don't know that there was a warning. Uh, maybe the man was not married, or had to be a married man. Right, right. But um, the point being is that we don't know that she was warned or whatever. Anyway. Um, so also. I don't know whether she actually did anything because she was alone. No, no, no. Uh, we're talking about Edi Tum over here. They, they saw the act. Okay. 
is another case is where the husband refuses to give her the drink. I like I I just don't want to see this happen, even though I know my wife is guilty and I suspected her of it, um, but I'm just not willing to go through with it. Okay, which is uh, I understand. Or the husband himself, on the way to Bezdin, to give her the sota, right? If he was intimate with her at that point in time, she then then the whole thing doesn't work. It's not a parsha of sota, and basically, um, any of those cases, she's forbidden to eat truma. Okay. If after the tzaddik, they have relation. So then, then you can't follow through with this with the parsha of sota. He's guilty because now he's guilty because he she is forbidden to him, and he went and transgressed also. So if he's also guilty, he's not minukamavon. He's guilty because he also did navera because he was with her afterwards. So therefore, um, the parsha of sota doesn't apply, but she still remains prohibited, and she does not eat truma. Amrav Amram, Rav Amram says, this statement was told to me by Rav Sheshes, and, he, and it was enlightening from the Mishnah. What's the case? Sheshes says, if there's a sota, and somewhere, we don't have the witnesses handy, but there are witnesses somewhere that live overseas that, uh, that she actually cheated on her husband. Right? The water is not going to work. Because we have the facts. They are not reliable witnesses. No, no, we have witnesses. We have witnesses. They're just not local. But there's, there's, if there are witnesses in the world that saw the act, and it's not a suffix, then the sota, the whole process doesn't work. The process is only there for what's non-known, unknown. But here it's known, so it doesn't work. It has no effect. Okay, my time. Where's the source for that? Tamarkad Bosk says v'nistarav initma v'aid ein ba. Pasuk very clearly states that when does she become prohibited to, in a case of sota, or uh, or when does the parsha of sota apply? The lack of the other, but nobody knows about it. There's people who do know about it. That's the drasha that Rav Shesha stated. Comes along Rav Amram and says, Our Mishnah is enlightening. Why? Because Diktani v'shebola edim she'itmeya. That's one of the cases where she's author to the husband and cannot eat truma. Now, but it's not a parish of Sota. What is that? There's witnesses that she's Tamea. Well, when did the witnesses come? When did these witnesses come? They came before she drank Zonahi. She's a Zona. It's not a case of, uh, that's it, it's over. She already drank. And, um, and, 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 and what do you see? If we're saying that the mime is not bodic, it doesn't check her out. She already drank, so she's a parsha of sota, and still, if there's edim, so what, uh, why is she alive? Yeah, if the water never checked, when there's witnesses in the world, shopper, that makes sense. But if the water is still effective, then you know what? Nothing happened to her. Tigli Muslim, afraid. We should not believe such witnesses. Obviously, they're liars. Look. She drank the salty water and nothing happened to her. Must be that they're made up stories. They're 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 liars. So Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says not a proof. The water does work for when there's witnesses. It's effective. Ah, and maybe maybe there's some merit 
and that, that can override, yes, it's true that the, the soda water can affect the woman and make her, her stomach explode, but there's sometimes a merit on the, that the woman might have that um, will help her. Pemai kamiflagi. What is the machlokas over here between Rav Yosef and, and, uh, and Rav Amram? The answer is this, Bemisnavna, the Rebbe. We're talking about the getting sicker that Rebbe discusses. What is that? The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. Rebbe, Omer, Rebbe says, Zuchos tola b'mayim ha'morim. Merit. The woman has some sort of merit. There's a discussion what kind of merit we're talking about. Um, but it, Rebbe says this in the Mishnah that uh, merit can help. Um, and v'eni oleda, she won't give birth, she won't get blessing, but v'eni mishpachas, but she doesn't improve. She gets slowly ill from this. And eventually she'll die from the same death, her stomach, you know, the same issue. That's the halacha. Okay, now that's the way Rebbe says it. Rabbi Sheshesh's opinion is even the, the Rabbanan agree to this concept of getting, uh, getting weaker and weaker. Okay, and therefore... Obviously, um, that, that's uh, that's why Rav Sheish has thought that this is that this is a good proof. Obviously, it must be that Maim is not voting because we would see the effects of it if she's guilty. Obviously, um, whenever there's witnesses, we have independent verification. The Maim, the water, it has no effect at all. Okay, Rav Yosef Sover the Rebbe have a misnavna. Rav Yosef, who says it's not a raya, he says. That it's that that only according to Rebbe does a woman get get weaker, but the Rabbanon can say a schus can be tola and nothing happens to her. She has a good merit that keeps her from anything happening. Master Rav Shimon Bashi. So Rav Shimon Bashi raises a question. Rav Shimon Omer in schus tola by my mamarim. He says a merit doesn't work by my mamarim. Ve'imato Omer schus tola by my mamarim. And if you say that it does, matchato es amayim ifne kol anoshim ashosos. Nobody's going to be able to prove their innocence because everyone's going to say, "Yeah, right, sure, you're innocent. You're guilty as everything, as always." Elamai, why did nothing happen? Ah, because you have some sort of merit. You did something good once in your life, and that's what you're being rewarded for. Okay, so it's it's bad. It, it's making the whole thing into a joke. But the motzi shame ra'la Torah. If the people are really innocent, they're going to say, "Really, they're guilty." It's not true. Really, they are guilty. had some sort of merit. According to Reb Shimon's logic, isn't that the same thing? You're also the same thing if there are witnesses. So nothing's happening to her. But the only reason why nothing's happening to her is because there's witnesses somewhere. So the water has no effect when the witnesses are there in the world, even if they're not here. Right, out the motzi shem ra la Torah sheshasu. Pain omros tameos. Oh, you all yeah. You want to know the truth? This woman is guilty. Alashiyesh laneidim medisiyom. You want to know why nothing's happening to her? Because there's witnesses somewhere in the world. So the Gemara says you're absolutely right. Le Rav Shimon Karmit. You're talking Rav Shimon's opinion. Le Rav Shimon midischus lo talia. Edim nami lo talo. You obviously Rav Shimon argues on this principle. Because the same reason will apply in both cases. It has to be that the water is a, is 100%. If it's not 100%, then it lost the whole proof altogether. Because everyone's going to start, you know, like you lost the purpose of it. The purpose of the water is to clarify her innocence, if she's innocent, right? 
and to punish her if she's guilty. But over here, if that's not going to happen, so then you lost all the value. Okay. Masiv Rav. So Rav says a question. So list here of the Karbanos Mincha. Obviously, we know there's a Mincha Sota, a Karban Mincha that the Sota brings. And sometimes you don't follow through with the Karban Mincha. You have to let it burn. Why? Because something, something you know, changed, the situation changed. So what's the examples? Almeris to Me'ani. She admits that she's tummy. So then that's it. That stops the process right in the middle. You started it off, right? But uh, we can't follow through with the carbon. We have to just burn it, right? Um, or, Vishabola edim shehitameh. Or witnesses came that she's tummy. So now you have to ask, well, when did these witnesses come? Okay? If they came before... They they put the 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 mincha into the keli and make it holy because that's when it's like once it hits the kli, then it's sanctified, right? It was put in a kli sharitz into a a, a kli that the holy vessel, so it becomes holy. So if you never put it in, okay, just put it back. It's cholin, okay, because it was a mistake, right? El the kaddish. They came after you already put it in. Yeah, my boat can If the water would check. Anyway, so I'm a pas mikdash or mikravi, then it's able to be brought as a korban. The key kadosh made karosh, upper kadosh. And when they made it kadosh, it was legit. And that's why it makes sense that it needs to be burnt. If the water is not checking, so they had no reason. There was witnesses that we didn't know. They came after we put it in. But these witnesses had known that she was guilty from before, okay? Um, so we should say that we had no business doing this process in the first place. It should be called a, a Kedushi Taos, it was our Agdish of Taos, which says that we should be able to take it out, okay? And it should not need to be burnt. And should be able to go to Chulun. So that's the that's the catch of anything. It's a riot that when uh, there's Adim, it's still effective, even though there's Adim from before. Some review the Midiskarta, natural Kigonchis in Sabazara. The case could be we're in Dazara is where she cheated on her husband. So that's what happened. Tamani from right now. The Chikadosh made Karashapir Kadosh. When it was sanctified in the vessel, it was right because there was no witnesses and there was no, uh, no information. What happened? Here in the Azara, she somehow managed to, to, be, to be intimate with somebody else. Masculine Misharshivalo, Pirchikuna Malavanosa. How can that be? The Pirchikun are, are accompanying her where she is. So the Lord says, Yeah, exactly. Who do you think she was with? She was with some of these Pirchikun Akana. Okay. Atzman, Rabashi Amar, another different Pshah. You don't have to say that the Pirchikun are guilty. She said, I need to use the restroom. You think they keeping her in a jail, locking her up? They're not. You know, they, they, they're obviously bringing her in, but if she has to use the restroom, they're not following her into the restroom, right? And sure enough, there was somebody there and she was intimate. Okay. Well, listen, you know. Rapapa. Um, Stick to the first explanation. What do you say? Your kasha was, let's, let's forget about it. The witnesses, you put it in the vessel, the witnesses come in and say she was guilty 
um, we saw from before. Okay, you said that it's a toast. Because it was a, it was a mistake. It's from the rabbis. We don't want uh, people, the rabbis, I would say, once it goes into the vessel and becomes kadosh, you can't say that it's not kadosh anymore. You just burn it. Because people will say that you could go in the vessel and it's not too late to, to, make, to make it come chulin. So Mazar Amari, I'll prove to you that, that we don't say that logic. If the Mincha became Tame before it went into the vessel, it's like any Mincha at that stage. You redeem it. Um, and it's redeemable, because after all, it wasn't yet sanctified. It's not like it has the Kedush of the Guf yet. And therefore, you could just pot it, and it could be eaten as chulin, and then you bring new ones. Okay? Once it became sanctified in the vessel, if it became tummy at that point, you got to burn it. Okay? Let's say you, you took out the comets, which, which is akin to the shrita, and you didn't get a chance to bring the komitsa until the husband died. Obviously, the whole process is only if the husband's around. Once he dies, the, we, we stop in the middle, right? Oh, or she dies. Obviously, there's no point anymore. Any mincha that you have to stop in the middle, but deserve you burn it. Let's say they brought the komitsa. And they're about to eat the shirayim. Ah, who then he died. Ah, or she died. It's still able to be eaten because there was the the carbon was finished already, and it doesn't mean that they can't eat it. The carbon was brought for the suffolk, and it was and at that moment it was still valid. The fact that he died now or she died now is not affecting it. Now what it's bus. Um, this whole thing was a case for Suffolk and Kipras Vekavalchala. The Suffolk was atoned, and it's this carbon did its job basically. The fact that she died a minute later, he died a minute later, is nothing to do. That's the case that's relevant. Adam came in that she's Tameh, Minchas, and Israfis, it gets burnt. That's if the Adam came. But if the Adam were found Zomamin, which Adam? The Adam of Stira. So there were witnesses that said, we saw her go alone uh, with that man in the room. And it turns out that those witnesses were found to be false witnesses. Okay? Minchas achulen. The whole minchas achulen. Oh, wait a second. Okay? Uh, they should be punished. Yeah, of course they would get punishment. Yeah, I don't know what the, how it works. But they, that's real Adam Zomin. But the point being is, is that even though it's in the Kli, it's chulen. Yeah, isn't that I thought? I thought you said once something goes in the kli, we always have to make a kadosh and it has to be burnt. And here it's chulin. So the says, "Adim zomim mekamrit, That's different. Nobody's going to come to wrong conclusions and say once something's in the kli, um, it's okay to go back to chulin. Is adim zomim that changes everything? That's like a well-known. It's obviously it's such a rare thing. It's something that everybody would know. Right. It means that the whole thing was a mistake. Tiny It's interesting. Although we're saying Rav Sheshes is actually right, but his reasoning is wrong. Not from the same pasuk. Okay, what is the basis? Tahora. Uh, it says the pasuk Tahora. She has to be right. Uh, there's no can't be witnesses uh, somewhere far away. Vitahora. The vav also. And it, and not when there's a merit. Uh, uh, he. It says he Torah he. 
Not that everyone knows that she's guilty of sin. Meaning, if the women are already gossiping about her that she's guilty, that's like public knowledge. Anytime it's public knowledge, all parish of Sota doesn't apply. So in all three cases, we're saying that, the, that this is not a case of Sota. Now, the question is, Reb Shimon, he, the Pavlo Darish, understand he doesn't like the drush of Vitahora to say, but about that one? So he says, you're absolutely right. Even Reb Shimon would agree to that. But it's not common enough that people will say, ah, this thing's all baloney. Maybe there were Edim somewhere. Uh, nobody's going to say that because it's such a rarity that there would be actual Edim Tuma somewhere in the world that happened not to be here. So therefore, that's not relevant. But Azchus being Tola, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon has a problem with. All right. And we'll stop over here. And we'll take it up tomorrow. Mirza Shem, Erev Paisa.